welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. A little more spring in the step, shall we say. It's Thursday. It's almost Friday, but it's Thursday. It's been a crazy week. Wherever you live, here in California, it's very, very hot. That's probably going to last until October. But what's really hot is the making of Hushed and Grim, a documentary from the amazing band Mastodon. It was released today. First of all, I love this band so much. And they were going to, so what was going to happen is they were going to play Aftershock. And, you know, I had no intention of going to Aftershock. Bought the tickets. That was the first band that I saw. And they were amazing. And I absolutely, f- for me, and I saw, I saw Social Distortion against me and Metallica that night. But Mastodon blew me away. Just that whole live presentation. I'm, I'm really... There's magic to Mastodon. You can't say that about a lot of bands. But they have magic. It's It really is a good thing. <laughs> and um, if we can go over to here... I'm I'm not done with the documentary yet. It's Thursday. I've got I've got a lot of things to watch. <sighs> yeah. I mean, this this whole album The Hushed and Grim album. It was it's a double album. Really good album. And um that really, that really is an auspicious thing to make a double album when you know now only rappers are doing it. For but for a rock band to do it and you know, well, metal. I I consider them metal. There's a there's a lot of magic to. Uh, it's dedicated to their manager who died in 2018 from cancer, Nick uh, John. And it's fitting and, you know, let's go over to the documentary because I want to breathe some life into it. Okay. There we go. New Mastodon documentary details the making of Hushed and Grim. God, this album. This album really has cojones. Uh, Mastodon's Hush and Grim wasn't just their eighth studio album. It was a double album that captured a period of immense grieving and healing after the loss of their manager, Nick John. In a new documentary premiering exclusively on Loudwire, fans can get a closer look at the making of the album. The Making of Hushed and Grim is a 90-minute documentary film that details the experience Mastodon had while recording the record. Yep.
featuring one-on-one interviews with the members of the band and other personal involved in the process as they tell the stories that impacted it and footage from the studio as the songs came together. John, who wasn't just the band's manager but also a very dear friend to them, died in 2018 from, from pancreatic cancer. So both the album and film serve as a tribute to him. Obviously, having him leave the surf was the worst thing our band has experienced as a collective unit, Troy Sanders stated in the beginning of the documentary. Hush and Grimm was a rather challenging record for Mastodon to create without John, but the result was a 15-track double album that nearly a half an hour and a half in length and it features guest appearances from Soundgarden's Kim Tao, uh, guitarist, Municipal Waste drummer Dave Witt, Marcus King and Sanders' mom, Jody Sanders, on the French horn, among others. As many sentimental moments as there are throughout the film, there are also some comical scenes about uh, Brand Daler's fear of clowns, Sanders' dream of becoming an expert Alaskan crabber, and more. It really gives fans a chance to get to know the band members more personally, including Brett Hins, who unveils a bit more of a serious side of his personality throughout it. I think he's an. I think he's as understood as he wants to be in a given moment that someone is speaking with him. Daler told uh, Loudwire's Nights host Tony Gonzalez in a new interview about the documentary. It just depends on where he's at in the day and what's swirling around his head the, at that moment. Sometimes you get a very lucid person that's telling you exactly what's happening, and then sometimes he's maybe dipped his foot a little too bit into outer space. Loudwire and Macedon have teamed up to give an exclusive first look at the full documentary, which will premiere worldwide tomorrow, August 25th. Watch it below and tune in. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm in the process of watching it. I first wanted... I love to see Macedon and Aftershock. And, and I should have gone and saw them in Oakland, but I, you know, I didn't... I wasn't thinking. You know how it happens when you don't think. Because I'll tell you, Aftershock was not enough. I wanted more. But now I sound like Veruca Salt. You know, the spoiled brat in uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> and I want it now. <laughs> but I can wait. I can wait. Yeah. These are crazy times. These are crazy times. And the fact that we have a Mastodon album, I mean, I still listen to it. It, it, There are so many layers to that double album. It's a special album. I absolutely love it. I I go back and I listen to their catalog and it's like, there's not a bad moment. They just kept on. It's like a train, you know, they just kept on going. They kept on going. And some call it sludge metal, sludge rock, because there's all these different idiosyncrasies to a Macedon album. And that's why I like them. They're different. They're different in this world where everyone either wants to sound the same or emo. I mean, what have you. I don't listen to the radio anymore. I think what um, what is on the radio is a lot of crap. And yeah, that's my opinion. It's a lot of crap. A lot of bullshit. And everyone, even even in hip-hop, everyone wants that trap sound. 
everyone wants that and, it, and it's just becoming it's becoming over overproduced and it's getting boring where everyone wants to either sound like Drake or everyone wants to sound like uh, I mean jeez I want something different and that's what Mastodon gives me they give me something different right now I am also looking forward I have Rick and Morty on mute I'm looking forward to season 6 which comes out in September so get ready motherfuckers you know now that would be a good soundtrack is Mastodon playing on a Rick and Morty episode because the music would so fit it it's esoteric it's silly it's it's crazy <laughs> I mean you you can't go wrong marrying those two visual and musical styles together so yeah that's that's the Dr. Zeus film podcast in a nutshell on a Thursday night concerts are coming back for me in September it's almost September September 7th Joan Jett Poison eh Motley Crue eh Def Leppard they're good um, in San Francisco and then September 11th Nine Inch Nails in Berkeley and September 21st Buddy Guy and so we're gonna, we're gonna get off to a good start new, new things are happening new things are always scary I'll tell you that and um, but they make you better and you survive God this album this album I'm going to play you a little clip from the documentary, Hushed and Grim. Such a great documentary. Question mark of unknown. Am I going to be a single person? Am I going to be a widowed father? Am I, am I going to be in the band? Is Bill going to make it? Is Brent going to be okay? Like, it was a very confusing time. You know, when I was listening to Emperor Sand, it always reminds me of when my mom was dying of brain cancer. It just hits home, and it still does. Four years later, looking back, we put the record out. We made a big statement with it. We toured the world for nearly three years on it. And whew, that's over with. You know, can we have a knee-jerk reaction and do something a little bit the opposite? You know, get into more of a traditional, fun, rock and roll album. And there's just no way that we can avoid how we all truly feel and you know, write about lollipops, bubblegum, and roller coasters. studio lifestyle you know why because um we get to document which means that we're recording the record it's kind of like a spiritual cleansing my brain gets clogged up with songs and ideas and riffs the hope is when you're done like you've purged some kind of something i don't know maybe it didn't work who knows you know not all of it's good or not all of it works but there are the diamonds in the rough out there i'm excited for everything to get fleshed out Having this downtime to, to really just focus on new music uh, has been extra pleasurable because we've been able to do it in our own building, in our own recording facility. Tom Tapley has been a friend of mine for almost 20 years. We worked with Tom on uh, Crack the Sky. He was like assistant engineer. Then we did Emperor Sand and 
Tom was engineer on that. And it was awesome because, like, Bill and my buddy Kevin, they built this place. And it's not based on a formula. It's based on how do I feel today? I'm, you know, walking under that door that has the WES under it. Like, that's like a dream of mine. Troy Boy out there? I didn't see him come out there. So yeah, we found a, a nice little spot in the west end of Atlanta to, to build out. And so our buddy Tom runs the studio, uh, West End Sound. That was the hardest part of it, was deciding what to call this place. You know, like, holy shit, what do we call this? Oh, we're in the West End, it's West End Sound. Kind of the goal for us was to be able to be self-sufficient enough to record an, an actual album out of here. You know, and not just demos. That feeling of just, just a little bit more relaxation, you know, that lets the creative juices flow a little better. That's what we've been working towards, and that's where we are right now. We're recording the next Mass Not album at our own studio. Yay! At West End Sound, at Ember City, in the West End, in Atlanta, Georgia, United States of America. Let's pull away because I don't play their music on here because it's copyrighted. But I have the utmost respect for Mastodon. And that's why I wanted to talk about the documentary. Because I love this band. I really love them. I discovered them late. <laughs> but it's, it's I, you know, I like to go for drives or walks and I like to listen to Mastodon. And just the way that album opens that's a good opener that really is and that's a testament to their sound and so enjoy this documentary on Mastodon 2022 I hope to see them again in concert I love concert life I really really do some people go on cruises I wouldn't go on a cruise after COVID let's get real I go to shows because I get to come back afterwards and just relive it and relive it and relive it, you know? So yeah, it's concert life. I always wanted to be in a band and this is the closest I'm ever going to get <laughs> following bands around and, um, yeah. So check it out. Macedon hushed and grim the album and the documentary as always unpleasant dreams. Thank you.